I tried to listen, <laughs> figure out what the words were, and I was like, I don't know, my Spanish is terrible. Well, it's a, it's not just Spanish. She also, it's um, Portuguese as well. It is. Yeah. No wonder. Yeah. No wonder. Oh, uh, hello, Ricky. Hello, Ernie. Uh, we have show number two of Uy Kukui. Uy Kukui. Uy Kukui. And you know, um, uh, I had some show notes here. Oh. Uh, we should really should talk about that that band who does the intro and outro. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So that band is Ahoro Kurui, mm-hmm. and they are um, an LA based band that actually Hala, <clears throat> that actually my sister Kat uh, met while she was living in LA for a while. And there's actually kind of a fun story about them. She met them uh, just in the music scene and became really close friends with them. Specifically, uh, well, actually, all three of them. It's a trio. Um, but she became really close with Dominic and Erica. Uh, shout out. Shout out. If they're listening. Dominic and Erica. Um, and I'm a jerk, but I can't remember the third band. He's going to punch My me in goodness, the face. That's it. But, that's the last but, intro. But, gonna but, but uh, uh, friends with them out there in LA and they actually were doing a tour a few years ago and they needed, they were coming out to Arizona and they needed a spot to stay. And my mom took them in. What? For, for they a were at your days. house? Yeah. So my, before my Nana passed, my mom, uh, my mom was, li- uh, was, uh, my Nana was living with my mom and my mom was taking care of her. But yeah, uh, the band came and my mom put them up for a few nights. And, and there's actually a funny story because my mom had like this big, big pot, like a huge, I'm going to say it was like five foot tall, like big fancy pot that she got from some, um, Mercado. And they came in late one night because they had a, a show in the valley. And uh, one of them hit the pot and broke it in the middle of the night. Oh, with, no. With an instrument. And my, and they were they felt so <sighs> bad. And my mom got up and expecting my mom to, like, chew them out. My mom, like, said, oh, that's fine. Um, Just be sure before you guys leave that you guys autograph it. <laughs> in case you get famous yeah i could say my pot was broken my pot was broken by by uh, by ahorokoroi before they were <laughs> before they were ahorokoroi what does that mean i have no clue actually <laughs> if anyone knows please uh please uh let please, us know please let us know oh you know what i have some announcements here well you know thank you thank you everyone for uh for the downloads, it actually, I can't, I can't believe that many people listen to the first episode. How many do we have? I don't know. But it, <laughs> it, it, it was more than two. So, which, yes. is, which is us. Uh, goals. <laughs> which, is, which is exciting. And, and, uh, and if you're, if you like it and you know what it helps us out, uh, the whole thing about these things is being discovered on like iTunes. And mm-hmm. so you can do that by, uh, going on iTunes and, and giving us five stars. I yes. don't care what you say. I don't care if you say, you know, uh, Ernie's feet smell or uh, whatever. Or you want to put a nice comment about mm-hmm. it. But just please go, please go on there. Uh, go on iTunes. Give us a review. Give us five stars. And that'll help us yeah. move to the top. And then people can hear more um, of our rambles yeah and if you like if you if you don't like it tell all the people you hate about it yeah so they can so they can listen in and hate because bad publicity is publicity right exactly yeah and 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 if you uh want to get in contact uh, with us you can uh actually we have a twitter now 
at Uikukui. I can't believe it wasn't taken. At Uikukui. So, uh, yeah, at Uikukui. We're on Twitter. <laughs> so check us out. Yeah, and follow messages. us, please. Yeah, yes. and if you um, have anything you want to talk about, have any mm-hmm. stories, anything at all uh, you want to shout out, please. Um, please uh, go on Twitter and... and, and are, and we, are we like Delilah? Delilah. I shouldn't say this thing the whole thing. Love, uh, love shout out. We're going to get sued. Out. Is she still alive? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Yeah. She's going to leave us a comment. Cease and desist. I'm alive. I'm alive. Pero like I have a question about Kukui. Oh, oh maybe. <laughs> um... Oh, sorry. Um, and yeah, if you want to get in contact with us, please do. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what, what's going on, Ricky? Uh, what is going on? So uh, since our last recording. Well, you know what? Can we say where we're at? We're, oh, yeah. Ricky is actually, um, we're, we're uh, recording in the glamorous, in a re- glamorous rehearsal space of Child's Play. So shout out to Child's Play, right? Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Child's Play. Are we supposed Play. to say we're here? Yeah. Why not? We're here. <laughs> yeah, it's part of promo for the for the show, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Ricky's uh, directing um, in the Heights with what theater is it? With Desert Foothills Theater, and we're we've actually worked out a situation where we are rehearsing here at Child's Place uh, Campus of Imagination and Wonder. Of Imagination and Wonder, where actually Ernie works. Yeah, uh, as a fundraiser. Yeah, for the company. It's fabulous, and you know what? The, the good, the cool thing about this place is. Uh, it's like every time, every day I'm discovering there's a new thing in here. Because <laughs> it used to be a, an elementary school and they mm-hmm. turned the classrooms into like a, a workspaces. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. like um, yeah, we, there's a costume shop and there's mm-hmm. a, the, what do, you, what do you call it, where they have the sets, a set shop. Well, no, they they actually don't have the scene shop here. The scene shop is in downtown. Oh, that's Phoenix right. Still. That's right. Yeah, and then was what, what does issue. that guy do with all the stuff? Well, there's props. There's oh, yeah, the prop, the, the prop area. Um, Jim Luther in the props department. And, uh, um, but it's like, I think it's like eleven classrooms they have. Yeah, it's all over the campus. It's, an, it's what used to be old the the Mitchell School back <laughs> in the day. It's, it's the coolest space because like there's rehearsal spaces and then um, there's a dance uh, dance uh, what is that dance floor dance. <laughs> I'm a I'm a, I'm a former <laughs> dancer. dancer I'm a former <laughs> dancer, and I I don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so they I mean they they really there's dance studios. Yeah, I mean I mean they they've really been able to like gut this place out and make it their own. I think they bought it for like a dollar. Because it was like condemned, it was like death trappy. Well, they they put it to good use. And they put it to good use. But yeah. you, but speaking of that, it is a former school, mm-hmm. and uh, old schools are always creepy. Yeah. And we were getting ready to do El Uikukui podcast, maybe like uh, what it would, when did this happen? Like five, ten minutes ago. Yeah. And we're just kikiing, <laughs> just hanging out here, and uh, and all of a sudden the door closes by itself. Yeah. So it's a combination of theater, which is, it has its own history, just theaters in general, of being kind of creepy when no one's around, yeah. and uh, and an old school. So, <laughs> so it's like... And we're, we're recording a, a, a ghost or a boogeyman podcast, and I'm just looking right now, if you look around this place, um, if you ever have a chance to visit, visit please do. Um, they love visitors. Um, there's like old props and it's old like, scene yeah, stuff and it, there's always something looking at you yeah it's like it's like, yeah, yeah yeah all over the all over the all over the campus we'll call it yeah they they've they put yeah old props old scenery pieces just kind of like dress it up and make it look just to get everyone an idea of the past productions but there are some creepy images some creepy puppets yeah i think those puppet things right there hovering. i think they weren't moving earlier they weren't they and now had, now one's dancing so yeah. uh. <laughs> and and unlike last time where we had the uh, we were doing this by candlelight. Yeah, we're not doing it by candlelight right now, but the room is dark, and we do have. 
I guess it would just be like an end, a, a lamp on an yeah. end table that kind of has end that table. glow. I, you know, I my mom, I think, used to have these, but she had the touch ones, right? Where you touch the lamp, like, on the bottom, and then it turned on. Remember those? Oh, no. They didn't have switches. You just actually touched oh. the, it's a touch lamp. My mom has something Fancy. like that on I her think she Christmas bought them at, tree. She, she bought them at, the, like, the, the swap meet. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mom has something like that for her Christmas tree. Where, like, she has, like, a specific ornament. Uh-huh. And I can never find it when I'm at her house. But there's an ornament that you just tap and it turns on the tree. Oh, that's <laughs> fancy. You know what? I always wanted one of those. Uh, I always wanted a clapper. <laughs> see, but, <laughs> but see, because it always seems so cool. Yeah, I mean, a, I want to know if they work. They always look so comp. I always imagine they're so complicated to set up. But then I'm someone that tends to like slap my knee or yeah. I clap my I hand. Stuff just turns on, on and off. On hey, and I on, also on. want one of those like uh, those motion things because I hate when like lights stay on. Mm-hmm. And I have a habit of just walking out. I like you know when I come in the room because I it's it's in disarray because I take out everything, don't put anything away, <laughs> and and I have a habit of turning keeping the lights on. And wait, that's expensive, um, right? And it's wasteful. And uh, uh, um, so I would like one of those motion thingies. But after what's that movie? Lights out? Nope. I don't want. I don't want one. I out. haven't seen that yet. Have you I seen? See did you ever one. see the original? Yes. The, so this the is the two minute one, movie. Yeah, where it's uh, <laughs> where they're clicking on you to see the silhouette in the end of the yeah. hall. Yeah. Yeah. I remember oh. seeing that when that first came out. That was yeah. great. I showed it to everyone. That was great. Like everyone, everyone, and still today, I like today. It still scares me. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that was that got them the movie. And like, y- you know that little that little um, the ghost or goblin, whatever that was at the end, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that like. Like yeah, you, yeah. you barely see it, right? Like, yeah. it, so I made it a point to go frame by frame until I saw it, and then screenshotted it, and then sent it to my sister. She's like, "You're a jerk." <laughs> <laughs> no, that was such a great, great, great uh, video. I remember when that first came out. I hope that Kukui isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little nervous. You look a little nervous. <laughs> uh, you know what else is like this? It, it's also creepy. We've rehearsed there also at uh, Phoenix Center for the Arts. It's also an old school, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one's even more creepy, yeah. especially in the basement. Oh, yeah, the basement. Weird. Yeah, because they have that black box thing, open space, whatever that thing is. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's connected to the actual theater, right? Right. But I, there's that space in the middle. You know what I'm talking about? Like you go in there, it feels like it's crawl space. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. someone, someone's, someone's, someone's dead in here. <laughs> <laughs> there's some kids that got killed in here. I mean, but it's kind of cool. Okay, you know, because, you know, like, like, you know, people, you, you learned from last week, you know, we do a lot of theater. I, I, I've done a lot of theater in my life. Um, career wise, but I think what's always cool about it is being in theater feeds this, this fascination with like, with the supernatural, with the macabre and stuff. Cause <laughs> yeah. in theater, those of you who don't, who, who have never done theater and, and aren't, aren't really a part of it at all. One thing that is like a set technical thing in theater is what they call a ghost light. And the ghost light is any major theater that you go to will always have a light that is on a, on a stand in the middle of a stage. So, um, there's a couple of reasons, right? So it's in the middle of this stage, a huge bright light. So a theater is never fully dark. It usually shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> and a lot of it is a, I mean, the first for, you know, reason they'll tell you is it's for safety. So like no one's entering in a dark space and they can go and turn on the light safely. Fire marshal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fire marshal thing. But <laughs> like the, the, you know, the, the myth behind it is, is it was to keep ghosts away Ooh. to kind of like to, to cleanse the space because, yeah, because there, there, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of people that come in and out of theaters. There's a lot of stories. There's a lot of, yeah. I mean, we, we had a president who was killed in At a theater. theater. Oh, God. Um, so, I mean, a lot of, there's just a lot of history there. I remember hearing a story 
I don't remember the name of the person or even what theater it was, but there was a man who was an actor, Shakespearean actor, and he died. And it was in his will that his skull was used oh. in productions of Hamlet. Oh. Yeah. And it's a fair, the theater still does it. Really? Apparently, yeah. It's a, st- it's a skull? I think it's still a thing. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I want to go see that. <laughs> I want to go see Hamlet. What a man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No, it, it, it is always very creepy. But you know what? I always forget to ask, like, because cause I heard this. And, like, I mean, Rick has done this his whole life, but I came into, like, theater, actually, theater uh, late. Dance theater is different, but because uh, I don't even think we talked about that in dance. No. No, you know. No, no, you know. No, Are there superstitions in dance? Uh, like, do you have things? Or? Yeah, don't mess with me. And uh, <laughs> 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 I'll push you down the rafters. Right, right. right. Like, this is like showgirls. Like showgirls. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. Like, That's the like, superstitions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I don't remember anything like that. No, no because I feel like uh, at least the dance I was part of, um, I was a studio kid. So it's not, I didn't go to like, uh, other than I took classes at like conservatories and dance schools and whatever, right. but more for the most part, I was a studio, a studio trained dancer. Mm-hmm. Right. So your all your training is like in a shopping center, uh, that they, now that's, it's a dance school and that's, you yeah. spend most of your time. And then the only time you're on stage is probably tech week mm-hmm. and then that's it. So we don't have, yeah. There's, but do you have like superstitions before you go on stage? Like. There's people well, that, like for instance in a theater you cannot say um the Scottish play. And oh, for those yeah. of you who don't know theater, it would be the play Macbeth. <gasps> we're kind of we're in well, a theater school. I I I personally don't. I mean, we're we're not in the rehearsal studio, but there are actors who like if you say that some shit goes down right in now. In the rehearsal space in like during either on a stage or in the rehearsal space, they will pull you outside and there's everyone has their own little ritual. Is there other uh, ritual? Like a, 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 like a ritual to to cleanse the person, and cleanse know, the space. Know, Do you I'm guys have stuff sure like that? There is. I mean, we have stuff for like don't say good luck. and um, Right. It's that, that same with us. Yeah, that, say break a that, leg. Break a leg. Yeah. But then dancers breaking legs is weird. And then we do, <laughs> and then we joke like, hey, bro, really don't break a leg. But, um, um, but really, I can but get that really, part, so maybe. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you have terrible techniques, so it should be me. <laughs> it's making me laugh because it's bringing me back to a true story. Uh, um, yeah, but I don't know of any. I don't. I really don't know of any. Um, no. Don't eat before going on stage. Isn't that a swimming thing, though, too? Oh, yeah, when you're tumbling <laughs> and like dancing, leaping, and you just throw up. <laughs> I think that was just a teacher's rule. <laughs> just like, don't eat. Before just, just don't eat. Just don't just eat. Stop. And uh, you could always be five pounds lighter. That's another one. Um, <laughs> you'll learn later. I still have that mentality. I still have that mentality. <laughs> I can always be five pounds lighter. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, but the whole point was we were talking about you. What are you, we're in a rehearsal space. Yeah, you're directing in the. Oh height. yeah, because we're directing in the heights. So yeah, like, uh, this week's been uh, been crazy. Uh, continuing to move forward within the heights. We're in a good spot. Uh, second week of rehearsal down. Um, yeah, that's really what's been on my plate. Uh, yeah, you know, and I I have to say I'm very impressed. I came. Um, I'm such a snob with dance. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yes, horrible. Yes. Oh. And I hear myself. And then, you know, when I get going, I can't stop. And I hear myself. And it's like inside your head. You're like, shut up. Yeah. You're being offensive. I'm but the I same can, way as a director. But I can't though. do it. I can't. I'm like, wow. Ugh. 
I'm the same way as a director and an actor and all that. I'm always critiquing. But uh, I was very impressed. You know, uh, um, within the heights right now, where it's yeah, at, where it's well, right you, the 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 piece that I saw. The yeah. because when you're a dancer um, or a choreographer, really, one of the things that um, you're challenged with at times, um, and this is the, like it shows the skill of this person, right? Um, is you're thrown in there and you're having to teach non-dancers. Mm-hmm. How to, to how to dance and yeah. and and uh, and there's a lot that goes with that. There's a lot that goes with that th- throughout your uh, throughout your training as a right. dancer. I mean, it's years and years and years of it just in your head. Right. Um, and when you're thrown into it, uh, ooh. and it's hard to to remove yourself from being the dancer and becoming the choreographer. Right. And 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 I think your choreographer did that. Oh, I, I, I you could tell that people have the musicality and that you know they can move. But uh, she the little the pieces I saw. Mm-hmm. that she put together i was like oh that was very smart that she yeah. did that yeah and yeah and she's really i think she's really in tune with the 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 actors that were on stage um and what their abilities are and how they can move and yeah. and then she yeah so that i mean that i was impressed by that yeah no she's great. i was she's very great. impressed she's by that yeah because it looked great it looked great i mean i know you guys are in rehearsal people are learning but uh, i don't think they knew it that long did they that no, no no it's only been i mean we're talking because I could say, oh, it's the third day, and people have this idea of like three whole days, but we're talking like three hours yeah. is a day. So, so like, three hours so of nine hours. Oh, so in nine hours, well, they did. They, they were yeah, exceptional. Yeah, they were amazing. Then, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm excited to see. Yeah. I'm excited to see the pro- production because I've never, I've never seen an actual production or even online or anything of In the Heights. I I know the music. I've heard it a million times, yeah. but um, but I've never seen a production. So I'm excited. No, it should be great. It should be great. Yeah. So how about you? How was your week? Oh, my week was uh, crazy. You know, February has been a a, a month of back to back shows, and um, which is great, but it's mm-hmm. exhausting. I, yeah, and I was at Improv Mania um, last week. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, and there was so much fun. Oh my god, I had never performed there, and I did that show. Oh yeah, because I ran out to do it, and and I was, oh yeah, I don't know. I was like, oh, I don't know. The brown boy from the west side going to the east side, and this it was like a blonde hair, blue eyed. Oh, really? In the audience, I was like, oh god, really was it? Yeah, and I told them right from the beginning. Uh, <laughs> if some shit goes down, it wasn't the brown guy who did it. Okay, right. yeah, no, sorry. But then that eases the tension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were thinking of it. <laughs> but you, yeah, yeah, you were texting me. You said it was a cool theater. Uh, it was a it was cool. A- it was a great space. Um, there's a another children's theater that rehearses there, but they also teach like improv for kids mm-hmm. um it looks which is good yeah so good yeah it, it looks like um it looks like uh they partner with like a studio like a uh cast or what do you call it um an agency mm-hmm. um and the agency sends the kids there it looked like because they, okay. they had like a bunch of uh headshots on the on the wall and i mean it was just a cool space um and the audience was great they were actually very great they were great, great, great. Uh, they had a lot of fun. Nice. Um, there was one lady that screamed out, oh, my God, went in the middle of my set <laughs> after a joke. Oh, my God. She was laughing. She couldn't stop laughing. She's like, and then she stood up. She, she's like, oh, my God, I peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. That's I was like, yes, good. I made it. I made it. <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> Next. Next. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I did. Oh, you know, I did a storytelling show yesterday um, at Changing Hands Bookstore. Um, in Phoenix or in Tempe? In Phoenix. Okay. Um, and um, and they have it's a monthly show called the Storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great. They they give you a theme and then um, you put your name and like kind of like it's a it's a virtual hat. So he he I think he does some random thing online and then right. um, and then you you're picked to to go up and tell a story and it's a slam. So there's a small prize. 
like there's a small cash prize at the end, mm-hmm. but um, but for the most part, it's people. It's a space where people can go up and and tell their story, nice. whatever the story is. Oh, and so much fun! And I took a storytelling class. Um, gosh, two three years ago, I don't remember, but um, for it was because it's like the tarot. <laughs> okay, expand. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> I always think of this like when things keep popping up. Um, mm-hmm. for some reason, they just keep popping up. You're like, I keep seeing that. Like, like, like they say in a tarot card, at least some readers say yeah, the first card that pops up or, or that's the card that is a message, right? Okay. So that's the card you should pick and, and, and so on. Right. Um, so I feel like it, this was the class. It kept popping up everywhere. I kept, I kept, I kept seeing the storytelling, storytelling class. class. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to take this class. Um, and I took the class and I also wanted to do, um, I do standups and, and my style was at the time. A lot of setup and punchline, and I wanted to get away from just setup and punchline, setup right, and punchline. So right, I said, right. you know, I can incorporate some stories. Mm-hmm. Let's take a class. It'll it'll force me to practice. It. Yeah, I enjoyed the class so much, and the teacher was was great. Uh, Who taught that class? Uh, her name is Catherine May. Okay. Um and um and the where, whole point of that is, where was it? At? Oh, I took it at Phoenix College. Oh, Phoenix College. Okay. Um and uh. And when I walked into the room, who was sitting there? There you go. There she was after yeah. like three years. Yeah, and nice. she had brought a. Uh, a group of her students to the to the slam, and one of her students told a story about uh, about it takes just a second for you to be nice, and her mm-hmm. when she had cancer, and then uh, and then she recognized someone else had it. It was a, it was a great story. It was a, a very good put together story, and I could tell that she took a class because this was totally in that format. Yeah, uh, but it was great. I mean, she's a great teacher. Yeah, um, yeah, that whole program I think is great. I mean, it's interesting you mentioned that about story about this idea that like these storytelling classes kept popping up, and you wanted to take it. I haven't taken an official storytelling class, but I've done some storytelling with Liz Warren from uh-huh. the Storytelling Institute. It's yeah, not my she community. created the Storytelling right. Institute. Yeah, yeah, and um, the work that I'm doing right now at ASU or with ASU uh, um, with the Arizona Creative Communities Institute that I'm working on, a lot of the things that that we're uncovering is, I mean, which which is true, but I think like stating it and really like having a process to go through it this way is that every single thing we do is based in story. Mm-hmm. Everything, whether it's, and especially any kind of art, art, art form, like artistic form, whether it's painting or music or something, uh, there's always a story that's yeah. the basis of it. And yeah. I, and I feel that just us, the foundation as like individuals and how we're going to relate to each other is all based off story and knowing each other's story, knowing how to tell a story. And I think that also like leads hand in hand with kind of like what we're doing here. Cause like the idea of the kukui and the idea, it's all <laughs> based out of story yeah, and folklore. It is. Like, yeah. And you know, I mean, story has been story has always been around always yeah that's how people used to teach people i mean since man created fire and he <laughs> sat around the fire telling stories of the day of like, the day look happened. fire let me tell you a story about that check this out <laughs> there was a buffalo oh boy and i was like shit <laughs> no but I mean, no, <laughs> that's what happened that's all it was a buffalo <laughs> like and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun um, and it was weird because I didn't know she was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And the, the story I had planned in my head was about, uh, when I was in LA, I needed money and I was going to answer an ad to be a nude model. What? <laughs> For what? For like, like, a, it's, it's, oh, well, let me tell you. Is this like a fame moment where like, what's her name in fame? Who goes and like, does the, well, this, I feel this, like, you know, you know, I feel like why they wrote that in because so many people have done it. Um, you go to like Backpage or yeah. I, forget what, I forget what the other one was, but, um, yeah, and this was before they were on the internet, <laughs> and and you like open up the the literally the very the, back the, page, the very yeah. back part, and you're like, oh 
god and there's all you know like they try they try to write it so that it's not like prostitution but you totally know reading right. it you're like whatever and right. everyone sits around laughing at it and this, sure. this one said uh Nude model needed for an art piece. I remember an one hundred, and it was just uh, that that, bl- that uh, like, and it paid like well. I did it paid like five hundred dollars or something. I forget. It was like a lot, and Whoa. um, and, <laughs> and I was like, um, what's art? What kind of harm would be in that? Oh, <laughs> I mean, everyone has a definition of art. Right? Yes. <laughs> oh did you, did, did you no! Find out I took pictures, and I I actually took pictures of myself. Because Nude? I was like, yeah, Nude pictures. Yeah, you know, you know what it was, and my mom had just gotten. Uh, um, was it my mom who gave it to me? When the story, I said it was my mom. Now I'm thinking it wasn't here. Anyways, I just got a, a new, um, a new phone, and it was when they it was a little. I think it was a Nokia. Um, but it was the first ones with a picture phone. Yeah. Right. So like super pixelated. Yes. Yeah, so they're like horrible. Right. And so right. I decided I was like, well, I wonder how it all looks. So I started like, snapping pictures of that thing. Wow. <laughs> and then later on, my mom opens it. She's like, what is this? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but she didn't record. She couldn't figure out what, it, I mean, it just looked terrible. Right. How long ago was that? That was a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. Whenever the phones came mm-hmm. around. Yeah. And I took, uh, yeah, and I took the pictures. And so you was, took them and sent them? No, I took the pictures and I just had them. And But oh, I, so I just looked them. at them and I was like, there's no way I'm taking off my clothes so that everyone can see. Wow. I thank God that phone was there because otherwise uh, there'd be f- pictures floating around from an art piece. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> from a quote unquote art piece. <laughs> yeah. I bet you, th- oh, I wonder who actually answered that. Ad. The guy's name is probably Art. Yeah. <laughs> for arts piece for arts piece got oh, it gross. can i i did do one thing though um here in phoenix oh god it's so stupid it's gonna come out and haunt me one day this guy uh said he was he had catalog work and you know my okay. friends all had been doing catalog work at that time like i mean they were in jc Penney's catalog right. whatever and i was like oh this is cool and he's like but no are catalogs still a thing i don't know i don't know either i don't get the mail i wonder if they pay, i get mail but i, I wonder if they catalog. paid as much though because now if you do print work my goodness i mean yeah. i've done commercial work and print work and when i did the print work good lord it's wow. a lot it's a lot more i've thought about doing print work i've had well carlos has said he goes you would do good in print work now and yeah. i've never considered it but maybe i will because <laughs> you should shit. it doesn't matter <clears throat> you don't <clears throat> even have to look at it Wow. Yeah, and that's what I say. If it's something you I don't like, I just it. don't look at it. <laughs> Anyways, mm, anyways. Uh, this guy said he had print work and da 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 da. Yeah. And I was 17 at the time. And, oh, uh, so yeah. It was, it was, Conquer the world at 17. It, it was seedy. I was on top of South Mountain with like some little booty shorts on. What? <laughs> I've never seen those pictures of my life. Uh, like he took pictures of you? He took pictures of you. It wasn't like a camera and there was lighting and everything, but... Uh, there was pictures in of little booty in shorts. Little booty shorts. I didn't have my shirt on. Oh, I hope my mom doesn't listen. Was it like a secluded <laughs> area in South Mountain, or was it like families driving by, and like seeing you? I don't remember. Wow. I don't. Was I don't, it up by the lights? Or the lights of South? Mountain? No, it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it, there. You know what? It was probably we just pulled off to the side and went. The, and then, uh, yeah, he set up like, you know, those light stuff i don't know i was 17 yeah no totally and you know then i didn't even think about i was like i'm not telling my mom because she's like you're not doing that uh of course oh, no not. when you're 17 yeah because no. you yeah you ruled the world yeah absolutely you knew exactly what you're doing yeah so those are somewhere i wonder how i look i kind of want to see them <laughs> 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 yeah because i had a six pack then you know <laughs> it'd be nice or i might cry 
You should just like do a search of like South Mountain Latino. Something pops up. It's probably going to be on some, some sort of vintage. Horrible porn site. <laughs> some vintage porn site. Oh, God. Well, I didn't take off anything else other than uh, my shirt. So <laughs> thank God. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was that was me. I just been I've been busy. I have a couple shows coming up. Um, Stir Crazy on Sunday, mm-hmm. Stir Crazy Comedy Club, and that's sold out. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, I know. And it's gonna be a bunch of Latino comics. So oh, good. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. A, um, um, a manic Hispanic. Uh, do, you, do you know who that is? I do know manic Hispanic. Manic Hispanic. So he's he's in theater. He's a theater. He guy. has. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know he's writing a he's piece. He's writing a piece. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He told me. Yeah. James is helping him write the piece. Yeah, I've heard yeah. about that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like he's been writing that piece for a while, but Ooh, I don't know. know. But maybe, well, maybe I don't it's know. the time. But I think it was Adrian told us that he was he did yeah. theater. Yeah, yeah, because she, she's real connected with the uh, like the disc jockeys. Shout out to Adrian. Shout out to Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Yo. <laughs> she used to produce a lot of comedy shows. You know that? Mm-hmm. She hired me for my first gig, and I was like terrified. Ooh, what happened? Did you hear that? I heard something in the background. <laughs> what that was? Oh God! It's that fish, that giant fish that's up there is swimming now. Uh, anyways, uh, so we were going to talk about kukui. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so we started talking about kukui last week, um, like just kind of like how we thought about it, and I thought you know it would help to kind of give a a little bit of a background. A Wikipedia, <laughs> a Wikipedia Back, background. A Wikipedia background. This is well, no, but I mean, yeah, I, but Wikipedia is like a collab, right? It is a collaborative, <laughs> and there's people who write stuff, and you know, and and there are actual sources on it. If you do the the actual research um, <clears throat> on Wikipedia itself, you see the actual. Um, but don't use it as don't a, use it as like your main source, and if you're citing it, don't your put, source don't at put school, Wikipedia. Like actually, go down and look at the uh, the authors that they took. <laughs> what stuff if from. someone submitted a paper to you? It said it said Wikipedia. Well, would, you, the, would you tell them? Absolutely, uh, you can't do this. I'm like, you can't do that. You got to go down. Yeah, to but the would bottom. you tell them like you can't do this? Well, <laughs> I would say you can't. I was like, if you're gonna cite stuff from Wikipedia, because Wikipedia is like a legit <laughs> source. Like it's a good place to start, but you go to the bottom of the page and it shows you yeah, all the footnotes of where they took the stuff from, and go and find those actual publications and, and yeah, and people are yeah, well, that's like the easy thing, right? Yeah, I mean, but I think I would get mad because the student was like, "Really? Yeah, it was the easiest thing for you to do." <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia, <laughs> the wiki link, but it says, gives you the reference. It gives you a reference. Um, so for those of you who don't know. Kukui and what Kukui is, because <laughs> uh, like Kukui is definitely a, a Latin American thing, uh, Latin American or Hispanic or Mexicano history, um, Hispanics, folklore, Hispanics, anything with panic in it, <laughs> panic in the word. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, the bare bones like history of it is it was a character creature that was started of uh, folkloric. Um, as a form to keep kids in line, um, it often is. Mm-hmm. It, it's, sure it's often uh, considered to be the polar opposite of the guardian angel. What oh. we would consider guardian angel in Catholicism or in, well, in, in Christianity, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was basically a, a monster that would <laughs> that would take uh, that would either eat a child, devour a child, or would uh, spirit the child oh. away in, out of existence. Um, that's creepy. Yeah, that's scaring me now. Yeah, shit. Yeah. And, there, uh-huh. and, it, and it originally was Coco. 
Like the villain. El Coco. Coco and the, and the female was Coca. <laughs> Doesn't Coco mean booty? <laughs> Isn't that Cuckoo? I thought it was cuckoo. I don't know. It's <laughs> cuckoo. Yeah, my mom used to. Oh God, she used to throw that all the time. You know, my it didn't work on my cousin though. My cousin Andy, um, he, uh, um, when he was a kid, my he, my one, well, my mom said when he was little, he would say they would tell him that the cuckoo was coming. <laughs> oh. And yeah, and he was like, he was ballsy, and he would say, "Well, tell him to come in and pour some coffee." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it was creepy though. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I think some of the early, like the early images of Coco Kukui, uh was always looks like a dragon, or looks is like that. Sl- what it was? It. Always, I mean, like that's how it's just like it feels. It feels like the dragon is always like the go-to monster. It's just like there's a picture of a dragon that's you know, a monster or an they, alligator or some version of that. Every time I think in my head, every time they said Kukui, I always thought of a man. Mm-hmm. Not a monster, but like something with like a creepy, awful, spooky man, yeah. like with no face and that kind of stuff right. that would eat me. Yeah. Ooh. I think sounds I always, like my ex. <laughs> I think you. I always had. <laughs> thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I think for me, it was always like a man kind of figure, but with horns. Oh. Not a devil, but it was like kind of like ram horns. Like, like Pan? Yeah, I guess. I guess you could say Pan esque. Um, but like much scarier in the face. The other one, the, the image that always sticks to me now, and it's kind of like burned into my mind as far as like a creepy man or Kukui-esque is, did you ever read as a kid, scary stories to tell in the dark? No, no, but I feel like I'm the only kid that never got into that. Yeah. Everyone read that thing. Yeah. That was definitely, and I, and I remember, I, you know, that book cover. Yeah. I've seen it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I've never read and it. And that's what it is, is like, <laughs> it's that, it's those illustrations, those illustrations done uh, for Scary Stories of Tell in the Dark were the things that screwed me <laughs> up. And I think screwed a lot of kids up. Um, oh. But there was this one. Did you hear that? I did. There's something in the background. But there's also like a party happening at the park nearby, but still. Oh. I don't know. There's even more reason we get murdered and no one. I think people are it. trying to come in. <laughs> But there was this image um, in in the scary stories of Tell in the Dark because the um, I can't remember what story it was, but it was a story that had because um, all the illustrations were done by artist Stephen Gamble, who I mean, you just look up his stuff, y'all. Uh, it's terrifying stuff. But he has this image of kind of like a man with like a skeleton face. Ooh. And in the story itself, I remember the drawing was made for it, it had to do with like death was haunting these two little kids and like these kids are talking about seeing this man and a far 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 distance and as the story is happening the man just gets closer oh and closer i've heard this story and closer and then i think by the end the man is like at the foot of the bed (laughs) and when the man's at the foot of this kid's bed the kid dies but it was the the drawing of this old man in the picture is what i kind of always associated associated with with now i'm not gonna because it just freaked (laughs) me out and it was and it's called the thing is the name of the story look i got chills and it's just such creepy eyes but yeah it was the artwork of stephen gamble he kind of looks like oscar the grouch a little bit but <laughs> terrifying yeah, <man. laughs> but, was cute. but yeah those scary stories that tell in the dark like that was what kind of like gave me these like scary mental images for like the spooky that's why i'm in theater that's why i'm in <laughs> is to that's funny oh god yeah that is scary. Kukui, yeah. You know who else used to scare me? Santa Claus. Why? I don't know. I, I feel I, somehow there was a blurred, like like a thin line between him and the Kukui. 
I want to hear more about this. I have this. no idea why. Like old like men with beards like that yeah. scare me. Really? <laughs> still, still today? Still today at the gay bar. There's a few. <laughs> and it just <laughs> screams and runs. And it's like, like ah, sorry, get guys. away, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know why. Like my mom, my grandma used to say, uh, te portas bien or no va a venir Santa Claus or, or you better behave wow. or Santa Claus not coming. And I'm like, really? well, don't let him come because he's creepy. Seriously. Yeah. So that was like a way to keep you in line. Yeah, she would say that, but I didn't fall for it because I was like, whatever. See, and you know, I was a kid of the ghetto. I'm a Christian. I was a kid of the ghetto <laughs> apparently because you know what used to work on us was, mm-hmm. I'm going to call the police. Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to do that? I'm going to call the police. (laughs) Calling the police. (laughs) My mom used to say that. My mom used to say that too. I'm going to call the police and they're going to take you away. See? That's why all of us now are that's so... That's why we all hate the police. That's all we all hate the popo. Still, no, I, something must have happened to them. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police. <laughs> I'm calling the, and you know, there's a, 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 a comedian, Mario Aguilar, that he does like the, the YouTube videos, right? And mm-hmm. Facebook videos. And, but they're short and they're in Spanish. And he does one um, of his mom. Yeah. Right? And he all he does is like put like he puts like the, the worst wig on it's like right? half ass drag yeah 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 and he puts like that uh that house coat thingy you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah. yeah that smock yeah and he has a whole bit about uh uh senor senor llévatelo llévatelo <laughs> i was like that's exactly what my parents used to do my mom llévatelo <laughs> yeah they, that's why we hit the police thanks mom but it's funny, like you mentioned Santa Claus, because I feel like like just doing like some of the just like brief go throughs of of Kukui, It sounds a lot alike um, Krampus. Oh yeah, Kukui, yeah, Krampus. I mean, it's almost like oh, I mean, I mean, on, I think Krampus is just what is it Norwegian? I think German Norwegian. Uh, I don't know. It's I, like the it's he. I mean, Krampus is the opposite of Santa Claus. So any of the, like good kids get stuff from Santa Claus. Anyone who's bad gets like eaten alive and taken away to hell by Krampus. Gosh, what a movie. I didn't, you know, I didn't know anything about Krampus. I auditioned for that movie. It's not just a movie. I mean, this is folklore. Like, this yeah. is like embedded European folklore. Yeah. I, I auditioned for Krampus. Like the one with Tony Collette? No. Like the big, <laughs> oh, is this one of these spinoffs? Is <laughs> <laughs> the straight to Netflix, like, like Krampus, but like the, has like the, I think the was, tagline, like this time it's real. I, like, think, <laughs> I have a friend that's in it, actually in it. Really? But I, I, I met him after the fact it's a weird story how i met him but anyways um uh he it, i think it was called krampus unleashed unleashed see it's oh, everything's unleashed <laughs> everything's untold yeah. everything is yeah. freaking this time I it's real <laughs> I, they released it wow. but i think it is one of those where you you, you it's straight to netflix or something yeah wow have you seen it no Ooh, no i'm not in it what am i gonna watch what, what, <laughs> now i want to see it can, can i tell you how, how i met this guy Adam, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so he um i did uh a photo shoot for some work for, uh, oh, I don't know if I should name it. Anyway, it, it's a pest control company. Okay. Right? And um, it was for the marketing collateral that was going to be in California. I believe that's what they told us. Um, and um, and uh, so we're there in front of this house posing, right? And we're in like, like a... Um, exterminator outfits right okay oh i think i've seen these <laughs> yeah. images yeah. yeah so uh i'm there and i'm posing and i do the pose and you don't know how hard it is to do that kind of work because they make you you know you're with the photographer and like you're on on your knee 
like I was on one knee and then, but you had to, I twist my body and lean forward and the whole medicine, they're like, hold oh, there. Yeah. And then they're, they're doing side talk, like, no, do this and that. And I'm like, I'm going to fall. <laughs> but see, you know what? I do kind of get it. Cause this is like selfie generation. This is what it is. Like, yeah. Well, like, yeah. well Ernie and I were at the Capitol on Monday for an arts Congress thing. And we're trying to take selfies yeah, in front of the Capitol, but it's like literally like, okay, twist, pop your chin out. Yeah. Do this. Oh like, yeah. I was telling in. you lean forward. And that's not my good side though. Let's turn this. And it's like, <laughs> I forget how technical all this crap is. Yeah, well, models, God bless you. But uh, Damn, <laughs> um, so I did that thing, and then they're like, "Okay, mark it where Ernesto was." I was like, "Okay, well, I'm done." And then I got up, and then they're like, "Adam, okay, go where Ernesto's mark is." And he was doing the exact same pose, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" And then when I hit, I had met him, you know, you like meet the people when you get there, and you're like, "Oh, hey, how are you doing? My name's whatever, right?" And I just shook his hand, and I was like. Oh, uh, you know, we're making small talk. And he, I was like, have you, is this your first time with this company? He's like, no, I've done a lot of these. Day, but this time is cool because they just hired me as an arm model. I was like, an arm model? Okay, whatever. I just thought it was very odd. So I was like, when I got up and watched him do his poses, right? I was like, am I getting Adam's arms? Is that what's happening? Yes. <laughs> if you look at that. Was he like ripped? I should. Yeah, he had this huge, he has these huge arms, right? Right. Oh my God. And so, but I like should, I should put that I should put post the uh, But aren't your arms in your photos? No, those aren't my arms. If you look no, at them, so like they just No, uh, if you, we had the same outfit, right? Right. And we, we took the same picture. That guy was a master at Photoshop. All he did was put my head on Adam's body. What? <laughs> so you're like so you're like shredded and, and, and this, this is, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's how I would look if I worked out." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's the funniest. I should post that on, yes. uh, on Ukukui because this is Ukukui. Uh, yes, I sent it. I sent it to my old boss. I used to live in, in San Antonio yeah. in Texas, and she she responded the most San Antonio way, right? What'd you uh, say? She, I sent it to her. I was like, "Look at this." She goes, "I cucaracha." <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there a ghost here? I don't know. I keep he- hearing people come in and out. <laughs> I don't know. Hello? <laughs> Hello? You know, people come in and out of here all the time, though. I know. Is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we're fine. <laughs> well, I'm scared. <laughs> no, it's like, it's Anyways, like, it's like do we, I need oh, to be scared? Or uh, Kukui, back to Kukui. <laughs> Where were we at before Sorry, I went on, uh, we're we're like on my uh, turbulentness of Photoshop the story uh, with big arms? <laughs> <laughs> so... I think what we wanted to talk about is we, we were chatting before. Oh yeah, it was Krampus. Well, it was Krampus, and then we talked about we you know we gave like like this super brief history of Kukui, which is kind of I mean it's it's a it's just this foundation for various other types of 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 monsters and boogeymen and and devils and whatnot. But you know, there, I think I kind of want to touch base on like the emergence of like certain folklore images. Like there are things now that were not things when we were younger. Uh, yeah. Like Kukui and Yorona and stuff like that. Like like those have existed over time. But like like for instance, the one the most popular one right now is Sl- Slenderman. Oh my god, I had an HBO documentary. Which was very terrifying. Like I mean, this is something that started what on the internet? It started on the internet with creepypasta. So tell me about we yeah, got creepypasta. What what is creepypasta? I think creepypasta is just a bunch of stories people make up and then right. they um yeah, and then they narrate them on this. I think it was just a YouTube, if I'm if I'm correct. Because right. the the way I found it out about this was like my 13 year old niece was like, yeah. I love creepy pasta, and and her and my nephew, her brother, mm-hmm. um, I think he's 
well, she's 15 now. He's probably, t- he has to be like 10. Um, oh, they love scary stuff. They oh, love, yeah. And he's terrified. He's like, this is the sweetest kid, right? That it's like, no, I'm terrified. I'm scared. Can't I'm like, he can't handle it, but he watches it. I'm but, the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I was the same way as a kid. He watches it. It's the same way. And my sister's like rolling her eyes like, oh God, he's going to be scared. It was a funny, you know, there was a funny little switch that happened. Like when I was a kid, I was terrified of everything. Like I couldn't watch horror movies at mm-hmm. all. And now it's all like I go to sleep watching horror movies. Like, oh, that I kind still of wonder that. Where like my sister, one of my sisters, my sister Teresa, for instance, could was like could handle any kind of horror thing as a kid. And now I can't even say the word like clown without her like. Oh, herself. my brother. Like she clown, just yeah. can't clown deal with so horror. Funny. She can't deal with any of that. It's so funny that switch that happens. You know, I, I don't think I like I like being scared. I like the adrenaline. I think that's sort of and you, yeah, that's it has to be it because. I look at, I watch all those scary movies. Mm-hmm. 99.999% of them are terrible. Yeah. And then well, there's, yeah. and then there's that one that you're like, oh my God. It really messes <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah. So I, I'm looking for that one. I don't know what it is. Do you do, are you, do you do the uh, haunted houses and all that? No, I haven't. You know, I've never been to one. Me neither. I don't like to be accosted. <laughs> like I don't like to have like people <laughs> jump. Like, like I like to enjoy a horror movie because it's like cerebral and it's like the storytelling. I like supernatural ghost stories and stuff like that. Yeah. But having like, you know, some like 20 year old teenager with blood, like screaming in my face and like, nah, I just, he's an actor. That's just not, I don't <laughs> like, I could be an actor in a haunted house. I don't like, that would be fun. I think, but like, going to deliberately be like accosted yeah i just i'm like no and they're not popular. interested oh, all, they're over the so country, all over the world oh my god yeah but but, but slender man um my, yeah my niece uh uh said it was on creepypasta yeah and, mm-hmm. and it's it's those stories that people make up they, yeah. they literally make up these stories and they put them on youtube i think that's that's where they do it and i don't even think there's video to them they're just narrated yeah with some pictures yeah but it's so popular and one of them, one of the characters that came out was a uh, Slender Man. I, I, I mean, people know about Slender yeah. Man because of those the the, the, the Photoshop gr- stuff. What, what what group? No, no, the girls. Oh, the girls. Yeah, 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 the, the, yeah the, girls the girls that murdered their friend. Murdered a friend, or did they murder her? Well, because I saw or the twenty. It was attempted I saw, murder. I saw the twenty twenty special. Oh, I don't know. I think it was attempted murder. I think it was attempted. Uh, she survived. Yeah, yeah. The girl barely survived, but it was like these girls were so motivated by what they were. They believed they were going to be like one of Slender Man's people. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, as you said, like Creepypasta started it. And then there were like photoshopped images that you can yeah. see where like, they're like vintage black and white photos. And all of a sudden you see this like seven, eight, 10 foot tall, skinny <laughs> white dude. Slender Man. Slender Man <laughs> in a suit. And it's like, I mean, to me, as I look back as like someone who enjoys this kind of stuff, who is into folklore, who's in the, I'm like, I look at these images and I'm like, this is some Photoshop bullshit. It's like, <laughs> honestly, it's like what I see. I'm like, this is some fucking what? Where like, I feel things like Kukui and Yorona and I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a, 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 a an, an ancient myth mm-hmm. to it. Like there is something that's really been passed down generation wise. So I'm, I guess I think I mean, that's what the creepy thing was. Well, for, I mean, it's creepy. Like, you look at those things, I was like, oh, this is disturbing. But you know, someone's making it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and I think, um, I, I would hope that the kids would know. Oh, I feel, I feel like I'm sounding like an old man. But I would right? hope that the kids know that 
it's not real because they have access to all of this stuff way more. Bef- they know about it before us, like Photoshop and all the technology. Um, so I would hope they would know that it's fake. Well, these two girls didn't know. Yeah, what? but I think uh, one, you know, I, I, I saw the 2020 special mm-hmm. um, and um, it looked like one girl was not very popular. She was shy. She... She was excited that she actually made a friend. Right. Um, this was another girl who... And then that was the, a girl who uh, who actually murdered her, or she convinced the girl to stab her. I forget how it goes. So it was uh, Anissa and Morgan. Yeah, and name. you know what? And my niece's name is Anissa. Really? Yeah. How do you spell it? A-N... I think it's N-N-I-S-S. Oh, okay. So it's different. Then. A-N-I-S-S. Okay, so it's not... Well, it's just... But hers is Y so with a Y. Anissa, Anissa Weir and Morgan Geiser were the two girls who stabbed Peyton Peyton Lutner. Yeah. And they're yeah. all friends. Yeah, they were and like all the like parents all besties. like yeah. liked each other and that whole thing. And and it was like listening to their because there's another there's the 2021, there's a 2020 documentary, and then there's an HBO. Yeah, the HBO was crazy. I saw, I saw yeah. that one. And it was like, yeah, these girls were like like the two girls who did it, uh, which was uh, Anissa and Morgan, they were like this is what we have to do. Yeah. Like for Slenderman. For Slenderman. We have to do this. And it's like, the, yeah, these girls are <laughs> like just needing friends and not finally identifying with another person uh, who was uh, into the same thing that they were into. I don't get this, Ricky. I just, it's hard for me to understand. What? Specifically. <laughs> Why? How they, you know, one, I, I, I think I um, had some mental health issues that mm-hmm. they discovered, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, not obviously, I shouldn't say that, but uh, but she did have some um, mental health issues. And, uh, she was schizophrenic? Yeah, she was schizophrenic, schizophrenic? and her dad was also... So That's there was right, a, her th- dad is schizophrenic. That's th- right. There, um, there's a history of, of you know illness, but um, it's just hard for me to comprehend how, even especially kids... Right. Gosh, there's a reason that they're scared of a lot of things for good reason. Yeah. Um, and um, and they weren't. They're fearless here. Oh, God, I was scared of my mom. I wouldn't do it because I know my mom would kick my ass. But like, but the thing is, is like they believed it so much yeah, that they that they stabbed they stabbed her because they believed that they were going to protect their family from Slender Man. That's crazy. Like they believed. Oh, that's right. So they were protecting their family. Some crazy. And the only way that they could protect their family was to stab this girl, and like I guess offer her up to Slenderman. Yeah. Because to join his to join his uh, his party crew. Yeah. (laughs) You had to to kill someone. (laughs) Yeah, but no, but she she survived. Peyton survived, and she she actually managed to crawl out of the woods, and there was a cyclist that found her. And she was stabbed all over her chest and her abdomen and her arms. I forget how many times. It was like 20 sometimes. It was like or 20, what? like 19 times she oh, was stabbed. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And she uh, survived. With a big old knife, too. They showed the knife. Yeah. The craziness. Yeah. So she, uh, so what's, which one was it? Ricky, you so, know. So Anissa, yeah. Anissa, she's just been, she was just committed yeah, she, in December. This past December, she was committed to a psych ward for 25 years. I wish they, they try. I forget what they said. They, they were trying to get her not try it as an adult. Yeah. Because it would give her a chance to get out as an adult. Yeah. She pleaded guilty. One of, one of them took a plea. Yeah. First degree murder. The plea was part of an agreement which saw Geyser enter a plea and then for the judge to find her not guilty by any reason of mental yep. disease or defect, meaning that she was ultimately not to be held responsible for the attack. It's crazy. Wow. Well, they're babies, but they're child. Yeah. Babies. Oh God. That's so weird. That's a, what a hard thing to do. What a hard thing to do to be that judge. Yeah. Jeez. 
I wouldn't be a judge after that. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy stuff. Because I, you know, we grew up a La, La Llorona. <laughs> right. I didn't drown anyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is crazy. No. Oh, my God. Woo. I mean, uh, well, well, I mean, just to t- I mean, touch on that for a bit. Like, why didn't we? Like, I mean, I mean, it's hard. I mean, I don't want to sound like the old guy, too, because I don't think this is it. But, like, you know, I think the, the argument that the older generations tend to go to is like, well, it's those video games. It's no, those I films. It's it that, I don't think it's that. No, they just have a different life than us. Yeah. Yeah. Because we uh, we had different things that our parents had and our parents yeah. had different things. It used to be rock and roll music. And come on now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be. Remember the time when um when the like the whole Satan uh, devil worship uh, rock bands were out. Yeah, yeah, it was like the the thing. Right. Yeah, and people thought people were killing people. There was those three because kids also uh, that were accused of killing someone because they listened to heavy metal music. I mean, I mean, but I don't. Yeah, it's. I mean, that was that was the blame for what is their name? The Columbine shooters. What? I mean, oh, that's right. The whole thing was like they listen to Marilyn Manson. This and is this Marilyn is, Manson. This is what leads then, to that. What was that Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Oh, uh, Basketball Diaries. Basketball Diaries, which I love. <laughs> but you know, so it's like going to media, and now we're in a situation because like Columbine happened when I was a senior in high school, mm-hmm. I think, and now we're in a situation where school shootings are still happening, <gasps> and we're not talking anymore about like, you know, this is music doing this this is i mean we're talking like this is legislation that's not <laughs> yeah you know this is guns in the hands of people who aren't what supposed a horrible to have thing. this and 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 the the you know the cuckoos right now who are turning a blind eye yeah like those turning are the real a blind cuckoos. eye oh my god speaking on that i pulled something up it's crazy you know like there was just a, a recent shooting and um and then right after a story came out that these uh, Missouri third graders are selling an AR-15 rifle tickets as a raffle um, for their baseball team. And they're not backing down either. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, my God. You've got to be kidding me. That's just horrible. I don't, you know, I don't get the thing. And I know people are going to say, uh, um, you know, it's my right and so on. And but that's the of- problem I have. Because you know what? The arguments that I'm hearing right now, there is nothing I have heard. So, I mean, okay, I can't say nothing. But we're not saying ban the guns. Right. We're saying control it. Yeah. And I think these little whining bitching that people are <laughs> yeah. doing as far as like, I can't have my guns. No one's saying no, taking you can the have guns them. away forever. Or, you know, taking them away. We're saying it needs to be controlled in whose hands they're going into. Right. And, I just, I, that's the little part that I'm having a confusion and frustration. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it either. Yeah. Cause you're right. We're just saying control them. Control it. People shouldn't have them. Um, Making it harder. Yeah. And it's just. It, it, yeah. Cause they're like, people are going to get them anyways. Well, yeah. Then, but then you can have your hand in helping prevent that. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, I don't know. It's just this whole frustration too. Like, like, Okay. Taking a really big leap here, but like, you know, uh, I, you know, I try to, I, I've been doing a lot of like community engaged work in, in like South Phoenix and whatnot. And, and, and one thing that we, that there is this, um, pushback sometimes it feels from the elders is it's like people don't want to get involved because it's this idea of like, oh, well, it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. So it's like, so then that means we don't try, like we don't yeah. put an effort, and, we don't put our voice forward. Definitely. And yeah. that's where I feel like this stance is. It's like, oh, well, it's going to get in their hands anyway. Let's just let anyone do whatever the fuck they want to do. It's <sighs> like, seriously? Yeah. Like, well, we're you not have even to, trying. You have to try. We're not even trying. Uh, uh, yeah. People, uh, 
things changed in, in this country, in the world, things mm-hmm. change in the world because people try and they get shot down and they fail and they keep trying. Right. Uh, and then things change. So yeah, you have to, you have to, you know, I'm, uh, gosh, it recently that happened where I went to, um, when the president came to town, um, and oh, was then this the last, the last rally? Yeah, the rally. Oh, and then when shit. I went to the anti-president because it was, uh, so was yeah. I. I was there too, but, uh, I was there when they, uh, the the tear gas came out and they started shooting rubber bullets and, right. and we got caught right in the middle of it and um and my mom was upset that I was there and she's like you that's have a, to you cannot you can't be there you can't do that that's I was a, like, you know do you still have that video oh, I saw I that do, video you I should post that, that on the yeah, tw- on Twitter it's it's on our Twitter there's <laughs> this really no y'all like this like there is a real compelling video that Ernie posted right after because I was at the rally too and we saw each other I believe briefly at the rally yeah. or at least we were texting and I had left just prior to the attacks I'm gonna call him a, it was an attack by Phoenix police it was an un, unlawful in my opinion yeah, well. uncalled for unmotivated attack on the police it was very what would I call it I don't I think the feeling I had was um, it was disappointing um and uh it was a little it was very hurtful Mm -hmm. in that these are people you depend on to protect and now you're running from them yeah yeah and and then i mean i have friends that are are very good friends that are policemen and there's i just like i ran into them the next day and i didn't even bring it up because i was like these are my very good friends and I don't want to be angry. I just, I just couldn't yeah. go there. I just totally shut that down. But anyways, um, but no, this is video that he posted that Ernie posted on his Facebook, and I think we should try to post it on the Twitter. As far as like the, the I think Twitters. the experience of dealing with cuckooism. I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna make that. A it term. definitely felt like that. It's terrifying to see that, and it's scary to watch it going down and hearing the voices and hearing the anger and hearing the crying and hearing the coughing because there was tear gas and it was. Because let me tell shocking. you, uh, the feeling it was is that one, I couldn't see. I lost a friend and I don't want to lose her because I was like, I'm not going to find her if I lose her. And then you didn't want to go the wrong direction because the police were, you heard the police that, that they were going to arrest people. Yeah. Um, and they were within earshot, but you couldn't see in front of your face. And, uh, no. uh, and, um, and I don't care what they said. They keep saying on TV that people were warned. No. Maybe we if were you there. were in earshot, we were but there. if you, <laughs> we were there. We were there. I don't know. I don't. I know I didn't hear anything. We heard you have to leave or we're arresting people. I forget what it was, but the, the, uh, the, the, someone from a helicopter was saying it. Yeah. And, um, um, it was after we were confused and we can see in front of our faces and we we're like running around like, like, like ants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was, and it was, uh, the feeling was like, holy shit, what do I do? It was, it was, it was, um, it was, fear that it was that i had never felt before it was like confusion not the heart racing fear like mm-hmm. like your skin is crawling <laughs> like right. a kukui but just like what the fuck do i do right yeah yeah and and then some nice people were like you know what go that direction they kind of let us they pushed us in a direction mm-hmm. and it was the direction across the street but it was like it was <laughs> a few feet that we were so confused and running around in a circle because we couldn't see in front of our face. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't going to post it. That was, that's the contemporary cuckoo we're dealing with right now. That's contemporary Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's terrible. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> now I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm angry. Yeah. And, uh, well, anyways, these kids are, uh, these kids are selling these raffle tickets for these rifles. I wonder if, who's going to win. God. You know, I don't, yeah, what, what, what I was uh, going to say is I, 
I'm not a guns guy. I'm, I've always been afraid of them. Like, it, they make me yeah, uncomfortable. And I don't, my friend's like, you know, you just need to go to a shooting range. and Sure. Actually, but I don't should, want to go. I, you know, I'm scared of guns, too. I'm not interested in uh, even shooting them. But, but, and that's why it's hard for me to say, why the hell would you want one? Well, well, I'm scared of guns, too. But sad to say, like, since, you know, since, uh, since that, you know, orange shit street has been in office <laughs> um it makes me and when you see stuff like this like it's freaking school baseball team oh, raffles oh, you know raffling, yeah. it makes me as a man of color as a queer man of color mm-hmm. it makes me want to know how to handle a gun which is sad to say that i feel like it's a necessity but it's been it, that's one thing i mean granted i've been struggling with this out ever since this most recent shootings because i'm just it's just it's yeah, it's it's so complicated, but at the same time, I want to have that knowledge just so I understand. And and actually, there, uh, my sister's boyfriend, he has extended an invitation because he's a gun owner and a gun handler, and he, you know he, he you know he does it in 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 you know in a gun range or in, in safe ways. Yeah, but he's offered to take us to uh, what is it the pink pink pistols? I think they're called <laughs> or the pink. I can't remember. They're, I think they're called the Pink Pistols. I don't and know why it, I'm intimidated. It's a, it's, it's a gay organization. <laughs> no. Yes, it's a gay organization. Ricky, we should in, talk to them. It's a gay organization here in Phoenix where they, it's it's uh, uh, pro-gun. Uh, wow. Their whole movement is teaching uh, people of the LGBTQ community how to arm and protect themselves. Oh, wow. yeah. And they specifically have these events that are at gun ranges and it's to target LGBTQ community members to safely teach folks how to handle guns. Wow. To learn. I had no idea. And my, my sister's boyfriend, straight as an arrow, you know, is a gun handler, but it like super admires their mission. <laughs> but he's like, it was really cute. He was like, so I feel really like weird just kind of being a visitor in that situation. <laughs> he goes, do you want to like go? <laughs> so I was like, I like that. And I was like, are you asking me to go shoot yeah, I, gay yes. guns? So I think we should go at a company. I feel like him. you should go, but wear like a scarf, <laughs> like a scarf, <laughs> <laughs> like, like have little, just like the mess with like, like driving gloves, yeah, driving gloves, <laughs> just, just to mess with them. Pew. <laughs> Zap. Zap. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. Oh, I want to go. <laughs> now I want to go. Just like Annie, get your gun. Yeah, like, oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> Whatever you do, I can do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think that could be fun. I think I think I definitely would love to do that. I think that could be an interesting way to at least have a conversation about gun handling and, and, under, and an understanding, right? But... I'm curious to know what kind of conversations are happening in these locations, given the circumstances yeah. that happen within the. Oh, maybe past I don't want to go. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. But if I go, I, I mean, I definitely have an outfit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to, you have to have an outfit. Um. Uh, so do we have any? Oh my God, we've be, we've been going for over an hour. I think. Really? Wow. Oh, I have an hour four. On we here, are, we are flying. We're flying. We are flying. What else did we have on here? Oh, that, did we cover everything? Well, I mean, I mean, it was just really a conversation about like other, like other cuckoos. Other cuckoos. Yeah, we're gonna keep having these conversations yeah, I mean, because they're gonna stop. Cuckoos never end. Cuckoos never end. And there's a lot of scary things in our life, uh, whether it's uh, a myth or yeah. in real life that we're dealing with right now. And if yeah. you have any of those things, please write on our Twitter. We cuckoo. Yes, so, please. Uh, do you have anything else? I don't at the moment. So anything going on with you in this next week? In this next week? Um, 
just uh, moving forward, moving forward within the Heights, uh, moving forward with other work, doing art space work around Arizona, um, and just keeping my eye on what is going on with the teens uh, <laughs> and right. their cookies. Well, not just so much the teens, the teens of the cookies, but the teens who well, honestly. The teens who are um, at the front and center of, oh. of the gun control um, yeah. debates, I think those are cuckoos to the Republican Party. Yeah, they sure are. And I love those kids. I, th- I love those kids so much. And they're being led, which was wonderful. I learned about these teens who are leading it are not only queer, uh-huh. but they're theater majors. Well, of course. They're theater students. Because... And it's just, it's so it's fabulous, so amazing to watch these kids lead lead this fight because that's truly where it is. is I love kinda, that they're. It's yeah. good. I mean, I mean, any kind of movement we're going to see in this kind of work has to be led by the youth. And I'm so, it just uh, as 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 weird as it is to say it, like once that that shooting happened and you saw the outcry, it was like this is going to happen from the youth. Like the revolution is happening with of the course. youth. So seeing them be front and center yeah. and being the fucking cuckoos to these dumbass Republicans uh, who are up there is it's so good. And wonderful. It's, and it's, yeah, it is good because they're making them shake. They, oh, like they don't, yeah, they don't know. Because how, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, they don't give a shit. Like the best is, is did you see the Mark Rubio uh, standoff? Uh, it was the Rubio standoff Ru- with, he what's his like name? such a idiot. I, I think it's David Hogg. such a coward. I think it was David Hogg who's the one who was interviewing him. It was the him. dad, w- w- it, but it was the dad that confronted him. No. Did you see the one where the teenager confronted him? Oh, no. They have a town hall meeting. You can see, I think it was on CNN. I think yeah. it's David Hogg who I'm living at, who's one of the teens who is from the school. And he just like literally calls Rubio out and says, so will you promise me right now that you will not take any more funding from the NRA? And he could not say oh, no. Of course not. He did, he did his Rubio like mm, little like player in not. there. I'm here to, f- to, people are here to buy into He's me. So I'm disgusting. not buying into them. And it was just like, there is a bluntness and a frankness that youth will will, will <laughs> go towards adults mm-hmm. that it was almost like as shitty as it is to pick up that the those feelings or, or to reminisce about it. But it's it's like it's like when you deal with bullying in high school when uh-huh. you were in high school, and like there's just that automatic frankness that comes from the students that they just don't let down. It's just very. Yep. I don't know, and it was just the way he was attacking well, Rubio was very well thought out and very, but it was very no. No, no, it was just no bullshit. There was no filter, and I was like, "You have a room full of people," and then when he would say something, you had a whole <laughs> auditorium of teenagers that were like, Bruno, like just calling oh, him I out." So it was. Oh, like, I gotta watch this. Rubio just got like he was overwhelmed. He was overwhelmed, and he didn't know how to handle himself. And it was like because this kid just put you in your place, yeah. And you can't. Say and Rubio's no. a seasoned politician; he couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. <sighs> and the, and that's the thing. The kid right now is. I mean, they were just saying that was an example of how these teens are able. And are talking to politicians in a way that no reporter has the balls to yes. do. Because reporters are you well, know, we're so in our own heads, our jobs, our framework, and this is how we yeah. work. And these kids just have nothing to lose. Because they have nothing to they've lose. They've literally been dying in their schools. So they're like, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's great to watch. No shit. That's what they need. So, uh, so, so those, hopefully change is happening so soon. So I guess, I guess there's a a positive twist in what a kukui could be because these are kukuis yeah. to Republicans that they just don't know. Go, go ahead, kukuis. Go ahead. <laughs> you do it, girl. You do it, girl. Shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, what am I doing this week? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of stand-up stuff. Like I said, uh, February's uh, pretty heavy. Even going into March, my goodness. Really? Uh, and then, to, uh, but the big one is Pride is coming up really, oh, yeah, really soon right. here. Phoenix Pride is going to be April 6th and 7th. And um, I'll be there along with some very, 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 very talented LGBT uh, and ally comedians. Um, oh, that's good. At the erotic world. I want to start Sixth, seventh year. Oh, I'm gonna They're get around. They're funny. They're funny. That's usually the only reason why I go to Pride. I'm not a big fan of Pride. Yeah, all the time. Like it's okay. Yeah, but, well, yeah, but, yeah. But, you, but, but going to see the comedy shows are always good. Yeah, it's and it's, it's getting lineup. bigger and bigger. They we used to like. At first, we started where like we had one little piece. Mm-hmm. Now we're actually a part of that uh, of that the entertainment schedule and nice. uh, and. We they tried to move us out of erotic world one time and we we really? almost went kicking and screaming because it's the funnest place to be. It's it literally is what you what you're thinking. It's yep. where they have all the eroticism, uh-huh. all the all of what you can think of. Um, and uh, and in the middle of all that, they put on a comedy show. And, and we, a good one. we call it the Naughty Comedy Hour. It's um, a good one, But too. we're going to be there. And Tony Tripoli, who is... Uh, uh, I've yet yeah, to see was, him live. He's oh, always he in so town, but I always funny. miss him. Well, he lives him. here now. Oh, he does live here now. He lives here now. He's from here. He went to Coronado, I believe. Um, oh. And then he left to pursue uh, you know, a career in Hollywood a long time ago. Because um, he used to write for Joan Rivers, Yeah, and right? he was with Joan Rivers. Um, That's awesome. Right before she... Up until she passed away. Love Joan. Um, and uh, uh, executive producer for Fashion Police. Um, but he's going to be headlining that show for us this year. Nice. And he's donating his time. Thank you very much, Tony. He's the sweetest That's guy awesome. you'll ever, 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 ever meet. He's the nicest guy ever. That's so it's going to be exci- ex- exciting. April 6th and 7th, please come to Pride. And for those of you don't who don't know what Pride does, I mean, if anything, they do a lot of things for the community. But one of the big things is... Um, um, that festival also helps fund the scholarship program. So it's sending LGBTQ identified uh, students to college. And there's nice. a lot of people that I know, uh, an ex-boyfriend that I, ha- I had had uh, got a scholarship from Pride to go to, to school. So it, um, nice. yeah, definitely, uh, it definitely um, is educating our community. So please support, support that event. Awesome. Um, yeah. So that that's a, good. So, um, okay. Episode number two, I think I think it went well. If you like it, please let us know on iTunes. Please, five stars. (laughs) You should see the face that he has. He looks so (laughs) pleading. He's pleading. I don't care what you say. Yeah, totally. Just reach out to us. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. And we're on Twitter, uikukui, at uikukui. I'm going to try to set up uh, Instagrams and the whole mess, but right now we just have Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And to close this out, <laughs> El Hero Kuroi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Play us out, Erika. Here we go. Bye.